Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 156. Tonight, we're taking your prayer requests plus news you can use. Your word for your day and more. And now, the Good Morning Show with Terry. That's right. It's like having breakfast for supper. What do you think about that? I love having breakfast for supper. How about you? Me too. Yeah. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. That's right. It's the evening edition of the Good Morning Show. It's Thursday Night Live. And tonight we're talking about a move of God that is sweeping our nation. Praise the Lord. Yes, and this is the official, unofficial kickoff to your weekend. And since it's the first full week of fall, we're going to be learning about six fun facts about fall's favorite flavor, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice, y'all. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests, which are never an interruption to to the show. They're a very big part of the show. In fact, they're why we're here. We're here to love you and encourage you with prayer, the word of God, and general encouragement. We would love to know where you're tuning in from tonight. Will you type in your chat box? Because that's the thing. We don't know you've come into any of the chat rooms, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or somewhere else, unless you type in your chat box. So type in your chat box. Let us know where you're tuning in from so we can give you a hi, hey there, and hello. I like that one time you said, hey, hi, how you doing? That was, that was good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. good. I'm doing good. Uh, it's good Thursday good, good. night. Had a full hey, day. We have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just about forgot we were doing this. And then like <laughs> 50 minutes ago, I was like, oh, we're doing the Good Morning Show. That's okay. right. This See is our first now. Thursday night that we've had. Well, we skipped last week. We, we did. Were, we were, what were we doing? We were doing something. We were at a ball game. Oh, yeah. We went to the Bats yeah. ball game. Yeah. That was Louisville a good Bats. game. Yeah. Fun. Right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's two seasons ago, Cup. Well, I still love it. It's okay. Saying hello to Randy Hi, from Randy Canada. from Canada. How you doing, Randy? Hey, God bless buddy. you. Good Glad to, to see, see you on. Mm-hmm. Do a little scrolly scroll, if you would. Yeah. Rodney Tucker, good hey. evening. Hey. Robin Woodard from E-Town. She passed her class. Woo! Wahoo! All right. Congratulations. Two to go before the certification test. That's awesome. Angie. Angie. Wow. I have not seen you in five ever. Good to see you, sister. My sweet friend from Emmerio, Texas. She was just in the prayer room with us. She was watching Monday and Wednesday. Wow. I love praying with you. That's awesome. It's good to see you, Angie. Bless you, sweet sister. Janice yeah. in the house from Spring, Texas. Hi, Janice. We love you so much. Pastor Bobby, Louisville, Kentucky. We love you, Bobby. Good evening, buddy. Good to see you. We're going to see you probably maybe tomorrow night. We'll definitely see you on Saturday. I'm not going to forget your patch. Glory to God. <laughs> hey, MK from Shelbyville. Just down the street. She's just got water in her cup tonight. Me too, sis. Me Amen. too. Yep. Um, Rodney Tucker in Cherry Vale, Kansas. That's right. Cherry Vale, Kansas. Cherry Vale. We were there years and years and years ago. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And Warren in Kingsville, Missouri. Hi, Warren. Warren. Love you, brother. Good to see you as always. Janice is drinking Dr. Pepper in her Sonic cup. I I don't drink soda very often, but just a little while ago, I was sitting in the kitchen with Baylor at the island, and I was like, you know what? I really would like a soda right now. I was just feeling a soda. I don't know why. You know, we don't have a Sonic here in Shelbyville. We have to go to Frankfurt. They've got got one in Frankfurt, you remember? Do they? Yep, just 20 minutes up the road from us. Dude, why don't you take me on a late night date for a soda? Yeah, like we did that one time in Nashville. I totally love, and if you go to Sonic, you diet Dr. Pepper with fresh cherries in it. Mm, Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. And let's see what's going on. 
Angie's in Sayre, Oklahoma. I forgot you moved to Oklahoma. Sayre. What is Sayre by? So my brother is just outside of Tulsa in Owasso. My dad lived forever in Broken Arrow. We've got friends in Oklahoma City and Bethany. Where are you? Where is Sayre? I'm going to have to do a little mappy map on the apple. Yeah. The game was a lot of fun, Randy. Um, they lost in extra innings. They were robbed, but we're not going to go there. It was an awesome game. It was so fun. We had a great time. Thank you so much for asking. The weather was beautiful. Yeah. You like my hat? This is my, um, so this is one of my wholesale hats that, you know, I sew on. I put patches on and all the things. I have had this hat the longest. This came from the very first batch I ever bought. This is my trial hat and the ones I fell in love with. But here's the problem. I left it blank because there's so many things that I want to put on a patch. So well, I love I love your chicken hat. I almost put on Peggy the Peggy? chicken patch. That's such a cool patch. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got personality and everything yeah, else. Yeah, that's a cool patch. My think, chicken patch is probably my favorite. Yeah. 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 So thank you, Janice. And I miss you too, Angie. Bless you. We love you. Otis says you're not just any breakfast, you're steak and eggs. Whoa. <laughs> that's a big deal. Thank you, Robin, steak for telling eggs. us. Otis, you're a big deal. With a side of grit please I hope (laughs) but we won't go there again Angie said she's halfway between Amarillo and Oklahoma City ah that's wonderful that's great sis I can't I'd love to catch up with you and hear all about what you're doing what the Lord's having you do for ministry and so she's down south of the panhandle having hair problems right I yes in the uh be the southwest corner of the state of Oklahoma yeah that's what it sounds like Mm -hmm. that's awesome wow it's God's country out there. Yeah, it is. We've driven through there a few times. Yes. Yeah. For sure. You know, a lot of people take that route when they go to California and take the southern we route. We did. We and did. We went and through New Mexico. Oh, that's a long drive. New Mexico, Arizona, some of the largest, longest drive through states that you have to go through. And we were separated by two different vehicles. Remember, we had to drive two vehicles down there? Oh, yeah. That was tough. That's right. Yeah. That was really tough. <clears throat> well, and memory. You know, I like part of that country out there because of the fact that you know i mean i grew up watching a lot of the old westerns and stuff and you weren't that far you were you were in southwest kansas so well i know but i mean we never really went Mm -hmm. to those states and we went to colorado a lot but um you know seeing the the big uh landscape that you see in a lot of the old movies and stuff is just kind of cool takes you janice says we're so good that we're green chili on steak green chili i love green chilies Hmm, i actually had a breakfast casserole with green chilies and grits that absolutely took the cake. Oh, it was yeah. so good. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. So good. And then Robin says they're headed home from Sonic they're now. They're home from Sonic. There must be a Sonic wow. in Elizabethtown. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little bit jealous. See, back where we come from in Kansas, there there was son- several Sonics. Three, lots of Sonics. At least three in Topeka. I and think, there was one Topeka. real close to our home. Yep. In Tecumseh, Kansas. It wasn't in Tecumseh, but it was close. And so... Close enough. uh, And they don't have them real plentiful here. Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the Sonics, like they did on the one on, was it Gage Boulevard, where they redid it and put in like that big play area and they remodeled and I mean, like they made it a destination. It was a big deal. And so, you know, they really got a good thing going on there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, I like their drink choices. That's... And they're... Yeah. I'm not Isn't that where you get it. the polar freeze? Yeah, the Where they mix the ice cream in with the... Yes. I just said I wasn't going to say anything about their ice cream desserts, and you're like, is it over there, the polar freeze? <laughs> I can't read your mind. Come on. Yeah. Yes, you can. Um, oh, pickle fries. Pickle fries. See? 
I, I know. love fried pickles. And I Sonic, they had a Sonic in Scott City for a while. Really, really, yes. really. I'm surprised Out in Western Kansas, Southwest Kansas. They, they had a Sonic for a while. So, they don't have and, anything in Scott City. Well, I think they, I think they have one again. I think they have, uh-oh. You're being summoned. I'm, and uh, I think they have one again, um, but it's mixed in with the Love's Travel Stop. But but here's the thing. Um, I, in the 1980s, I had pickle chips, pickle fried. Pi- no, they were pickle chips, uh, fried pickles at the Sonic in Scott City. Really? And they were test marketing or something. And then they went away. And, you guys, then, and then the Sonic closed. And then I'm like, what am I going to do about pickle chips? And then, I of course, we discovered Texas away. Roadhouse. I really love um, fried pickle chips. I love fried pickle spears. I, I like pickle fries. I'm down with pickles. The ones that we had at um, Ben Johnson's restaurant, was it Malachi's Ooh, Barbecue? Those, those were, so were good. Because they yeah. were shaped like fries, mm-hmm. but they were like cut out of the center of a pickle. Listen to us. Here we are again. Getting all excited about food. What is uh, Robin what is started the deal? It. Okay, so um, Janice says we're expressing a lot of joy tonight. Thank you. I think I think it's been a pretty good week. We it has. we are not like like you all. We are always doing like something is always happening, right? As a believer, the word talks about how we are pressed on every side, but we are not crushed, right? Yeah. We are not destroyed by the pressing, by the pressure. And I think this week we've been so, so close to the Lord. We're digging in in prayer and intercession. We're really standing so, I mean, really, we're just bowing at his feet. And I think what that's doing is giving us the ability to stand in the pressing yeah. Yeah. so that we aren't crushed. And so I'm full of joy and not because things are easy, but I'm just full of joy because the Lord is so faithful. Yeah. Yep. And MK loves the music. She's grooving in her chair. Hey, I've got some new music. Um, in fact, I think this one, yeah, this one is uh, a new one. Somebody asked me a while back about if I would put, and I, I think I should sometime, I'll put the name of the song. It'd be kind of hard because I switch them off so every so often. But uh, this is um, a group called Almost Here, and they're a jazz group. Um, I've got two or three of their songs. And then there's another one called Oakwood Street. Uh, they're like a jazz combo. And, and I find all this music um, online, and it's for online usage, right? They call it, what do they call it? Public domain or something right, like so that. Right, so we don't get in trouble. Because guess what yeah. happens when we play something that's copyrighted? You get a strike. They also mute our live stream. Yeah. And well, so when they mute one, us, one then, you, then, it, then it just looks like... Yeah. And nobody can hear anything, and so it's yeah. not very cool. So, so John, I do have some new ones tonight for you. John Yeast. John Yingst, welcome to the Good Morning Show at Thursday night with Terry and Melissa. We're super happy to meet you, buddy. Where are you from? He said there was a Sonic in his hometown 10 years ago that yeah. still served on skates. We have yes. seen them. The ones in Kansas use uh, roller yeah. skates. John, where are you from? We'd love to know. Mm-hmm. And welcome. And, we're and we're and super happy. Welcome to the family. Where you're at now and where was your hometown if you're not there? Yeah. Tell us all the things about your life. You want to know the deets. Right. You. John Jersey. John Jersey says, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And Janice says fried avocado. I don't know that I've had fried avocado, but I bet mm. that's good. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, good evening, Ann, Michelle. Hi, Ann. Ann says uh, the family of Diana Price. I don't know who she is, but Lord, right now we're lifting up this this family who has lost a dear sister. Father, I, I pray that she knew you and that her family grows to know you and grows close to you in this in this time. We bring peace and comfort by your Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. John. Amen. I remember now. John. Yeah. 
is from that. Shelbyville. He's literally in our town, yeah. and he picked up our washer. I remember. Thank you for picking up our washer. And he was originally from Vista, California. Yeah, there you go. That is super cool, John. That is so good. It's so great to know you. I thought, I thought, John, I thought your name sounded familiar, and I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And then <laughs> you're like, yeah, you picked up the washer. We had a washing machine that had decided, after many years of great to faithful service. To give up the ghost. And it was uh, probably and not a the Holy Ghost, some kind like of, it, you know, like just gave up its spirit and was no more. Yeah, yeah. Like like Enoch, it walked with the Lord. Hey, Hey-o! Destiny Hetzel. Who is the happiest <laughs> girl in the house? Destiny. Destiny is. Hi, sweet sister. Jada says Destiny. That's right. We love you. Everybody loves Destiny. Everybody to know her is to love her deeply. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good to see everybody on tonight. Lots of coming and going. I see these numbers ticking up. Man, it's good to see you all tonight. What is up for your first Thursday of fall? Here we are, as Terry said, the official, unofficial kickoff to the weekend. We have a lot going on. Yeah. We have exciting, fun things going on where we get to get out and about and meet people. And we are kind of people people. So we kind of dig meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be doing, uh, you mentioned a little bit ago about the uh, craft fair. Um, that's going to be a good time, I believe, because, um, you know, it's going to be one in Southern Hills, uh, which is the Hillview area in South Louisville. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. And Bobby and everybody else that's going to be down there. Yep. And uh, so I know that you're going to be doing uh, with your embroidery stuff. Do you see this red mark on my forehead? Is, nope. Do I have a bug bite or is it just like the mm. lights? Mm, I think, well, there may be a slight little something, but it's not a bug bite. Okay. It's you guys not the just, North Star. Just, or anything all right. Like cool. 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 Just yeah. pretend it's not there. There are those like 80s acne commercials and they were like <laughs> the North Star. John, you know, it's like you got John it right says there. it's so cool to see what we're doing here. Thank you, John. Yeah. Um, we we do, we love what we do. We love Absolutely. to pe- we love to love people and encourage people. So we're super glad you're tuning in. Your sister's also on. Hey, Terilyn, she's at Ty's football game, and That's we love awesome. you. Yeah, love. My you. nephews are handsome, athletic, football stars. Yeah. Kale Rodney, Rodney we don't have any of Terry Campbell's music. In fact, I I was surprised when I heard, I didn't hear about it from anybody that he had passed. We and, didn't uh, know. I didn't know. And I was, some reason I was thinking about something and I was going to look because him up. Because we were trying to, we were trying to get a phone number for Dustin because we've missed oh, Dustin. Oh yeah. Dustin, Dustin used to be in, on all the time. He's our sweet friend and he is, he was a really good friends with Terry Campbell. Yes, So that's we were right. trying to get in touch with Dustin, so we thought we'd call Terry to get his phone number. That's and right. And then we found out that Terry passed away. Yeah. And then yeah. We, we mourned. We were really sad to hear that. Because yeah. he was a sweet brother to us. Absolutely. But things got crazy during COVID for everybody, didn't they? And things started happening and it was like, all of a sudden we sort of lost touch. And yeah. um, I don't know how that happened, but it did. Yeah. And so I was yeah. really sad. You were yeah. really sad about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I mentioned that uh, we're going to be doing this craft fair. And look at here. I got a little page from your website, Cliffa and Geneva. Yeah. And uh, it, it's interesting that Cliffa and Geneva, those are fantastic. Family names. Mm-hmm. People always like, how do you get the name for your store or whatever? Yeah. And it's that's my that's my grandma, grandma and Cliffa, her sister. Okay. My grandma and her sister. There was just the two sisters, Cliffa and Geneva. I, I love those names. And those are classic. Um, she is a my grandma was the most influential person on my life 
um, besides Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be having some of the lanyards and the hair ties and the caps and the patches and yep. all kinds of stuff like that. And you guys, um, I have some, a few baby blankets made up. The ends are open so I can personalize them for you. And that's what I do. I personalize. I'll put a patch on a hat if you want it to say Mama or you want it to say Mimi or Gma or whatever's your thing. If you want to yeah. state outline, those are super popular right now. I have been selling so many state outline yes, patches and a lot of people love to put put the word revival in there or prayer in there or like teacher or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then we have the coolest. We don't even have it pictured because it's so new. We have, you guys wait for it. The coolest mauve ghost pattern for Halloween mm. that glows in the dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so They're you can put a ghosts. lanyard around your grandchildren or your child's neck and it will glow in the dark and you can keep track of them or a wristlet or a scrunchie or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. So I've been out tooling around a little bit and messing around and making some stuff. I Look saw some ideas. Look at this. And uh, just these little, they're called pumpkin sitters. Aren't they, they cute? Just, they just kind of sit uh, on your front porch or yeah. wherever you want to put them. And I'm thinking about making even like a coffee table version of it, you know, a little small stuff. But I was gifted some woodworking uh, tools and stuff by uh, our good friend Prentice mm -hmm. Evans. And, and uh, so I've finally been able to get them put to use and uh, starting to do some things. And so got a little assembly line that. thing of Look happening. A whole pumpkin patch right there. I love waiting it. to be finished up. I love and it. So, you know, I thought, well, it's how, the season. How for, tall do they stand? I think they're about 18, uh, they're about 21 inches. Okay. okay. So, yeah. They're, they're great size. They look wonderful. Yeah, yeah they are. They're fun. So, so I'm going to have those at the craft show, too. If you guys are around, too. come over to the craft show yeah. and get you some stuff. We're at Southern Hills Church of the Nazarene. Is that a new chicken? Oh, John says, what time will we be there? <laughs> I have to back up. Um, nine to four, John, Jersey. Hey, hey, hey. Nine to four on Saturday. Yeah. We'll set up tomorrow night. This is a new chicken. This is our... Um, nightlight chicken. His behindy lights up, <laughs> and um, he actually lights really well. This was a gift from Warren. Thank yeah. you, Warren. We love our chicken in the back. And um, Rodney says he'll send us a CD and he'll talk with Dustin. You yes, know Dustin. That would Please be awesome. tell him how much we love him yes, and how much him. we miss him so very much. Yeah, we haven't talked to him we in We don't months. have his phone number and we would so love to get in touch with him. Thank yeah. you, Rodney. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That encourages me. Yes. Um, and yeah. more encouragement, John. Thanks. Yeah. The pumpkin craft is looking good. You know, also Terry has his barn is so sharp. I went out there tonight and just sat in the, in the, we have a little ramp coming off there and I just sat out there and looking in. He, had, he has such a cool workshop, you guys. So cool. I'm a little bit jealous because when things get hairy, he can just, he's like, okay, I'm going out on the bar. See, see you later. <laughs> we'll put some headphones on on yep. the outside with the chickens, you know? Yeah. 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 So this is the uh, first full week of fall, right? Which is, uh, you know, everybody, we had nice cool weather today, but, especially. But well, I know it's short lived for a little while, but then <laughs> we're getting to where that, yes, Janice, it is an egg sticking out. The egg is sticking out of the behindy, and it's the light. <laughs> it's a light bulb. It's the light. I had to unplug it um, to pull it over. But yeah, so that's the night light. It's, it's egg impacted. 
And so this poor little chicken's uh, egg I wish is. I had a little cord there for an adapter. It's, it's not a very long cord. It's but. not in and it ain't out, but it's a good little nightlight, I guess. Yeah. So. But it's a yeah, it is a good little little mascot. So um, we, I've been watching. You know who we watch for our weather? It's Ryan Hall, y'all. You guys need to go follow his channel on YouTube because he takes care of all of the weather in this nation. He'll let you know what weather's coming, what trends are happening. He'll teach you why it's important to pay attention. He will let you know if there's current or um, or, or stuff that's dangerous. He is so well educated and he wants to make sure that you know what's coming so you can stay aware and prepared and so you guys go to ryan hall y'all and follow him on youtube and he will make sure you get the bell for notifications because he'll go live when there's any inclement weather and and it's across the country so it doesn't have to be in one specific area so i've been watching him this week and right now we have about a week of unseasonably hot weather. It's going to be like summer. It's going to be like 80 and and upper 80s around here. And I don't know how hot it's going to be in some other places, but literally most of the country is heading into fall with really warm southern um, summer weather for about the next week. And then it looks like it's going to kind of have some relief and cool off. So there you have it, folks. The local weather for the next seven-day outlook. (laughs) Well, from someone who knows nothing, except for I just watch Ryan Hall. Well, and he does do a really good job of explaining things. And he says yeah. it in a way that, you know, everybody can understand. It's not talking over your head, meteorology speak, or I don't know, meteor theology, uh, yeah. you call it that. My sister said down in, in San Antonio, Marion, Texas, they got a cool front that's moved in. It's 98 now. 98 degrees wow. cool front. Yeah, right? Why do we live where it's so hot? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it is the first full week of fall, and so I thought, you know, it's really fun. How about we talk real quick about pumpkin spice? I mean, okay. do you like pumpkin spice? Let's set Some the, people do. Let's set the tone. Some now we don't. We've talked about this a little bit already, and you guys have let us know some of you just do not dig pumpkin at all. Mm-hmm. Some of you prefer apple cinnamon or apple um, or other fall flavors, like, you know, spiced pear is actually a fall yeah. flavor. I like spiced pear. Um, but there's a variation um, on some things that um, you maybe you could try something pumpkin that doesn't have to be overwhelmingly pumpkin, right? Yeah. So your sister says she likes it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm a, I'm a, it needs to be a mild pumpkin because if it's too, if it's too pumpkin-y, I'm out. And if it's sweet, I'm not down with that. Yeah. Well, so. it has a, quite a history and people have been mixing together warm spices like cinnamon and ginger for a long time, mm-hmm. thousands of years, right? Um, and this kind of spice it's set has been associated with pumpkin for centuries. In fact, the 1798 edition of American Cookery has two pumpkin pie recipes with slightly different spice variations, but they have nutmeg, allspice, ginger. Those are the definitive flavors, right? In in pumpkin spice. But branding didn't get involved until the 1930s when mass market spice companies like McCormick's started selling pre-made spice blends, such as pumpkin pie spice. And then Starbucks, they were far from the first to put this uh, autumnal spice blend together with coffee, but people have been putting cinnamon, cloves, and other spices in their in their java for centuries. Mm. But when employees formulated the infamous pumpkin spice latte, or as they call it at Starbucks headquarters, the PSL, in the company's liquid lab in 2003, they brought in actual pumpkin pie to develop the flavor. Mm-hmm. But, however, second cool fact about pumpkin spice, 
It's Starbucks pumpkin spice didn't originally contain pumpkin. Now they brought it in for uh, to to try to mimic it, but they didn't really use any at the time. It was just referred to as the seasoning uh, because it's not a pumpkin pie latte, right? But a lot of pumpkin spice flavored things don't contain pumpkin. Just cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and sometimes allspice. But after a 2015 refresh, the pumpkin spice latte does contain squash. How about that? Yeah. And specifically, it's a type of squash called kabocha. Not kombucha, Janice, but kabocha. And the recipe revamp also removed artificial flavors and caramel coloring and added fruit and vegetable juices. But the pumpkin puree is currently the third ingredient in the chain's pumpkin spice sauce right behind sugar and condensed milk. Uh, what do you think about that? I'm not sure it sounds appetizing, well, actually. pumpkin puree, it's currently, uh, it's a really popular thing. But did you know, the third thing about pumpkin spice was it was almost the fall harvest latte. Just doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Not really. Before 2003, Starbucks didn't have a beverage for the fall, and their first seasonal drink was the wintertime favorite, peppermint mocha. And while developing what would ultimately become pumpkin spice, the team in Starbucks Liquids Labs brainstormed a bunch of flavors, including chocolate and caramel. Those are great flavors, which polled the best among customers. And pumpkin wasn't, it wasn't a runaway favorite, but because customers had indicated it was unique, they kept it as an option, right? Got to keep your options open. And the team members brought in fall decorations and pumpkin pies and alternating slices with slip, sips of espresso to figure out which pie flavors complemented the coffee the best. And once they tried the finished product next to the chocolate and the caramel options that were also in the running, pumpkin spice was the clear winner. Hmm. So when it came time to name it, they considered a less obvious name. And Peter Dukes, who led the team that made pumpkin spice, said that fall harvest latte was definitely in the running. And I'm glad they didn't keep it because it just doesn't sound the same. Yeah. Number four, most BSL drinkers only get one per season. How many times do you buy a pumpkin spice latte? I don't drink lattes and I never get BSL. Okay. Well, seasonal, seasonal pumpkin products bring in a cool $800 million every year. And with all the hullabaloo, you'd think that the fans would have a Starbucks cup in their hand every day. But while loyal customers do come back every year for the autumn ritual, most customers are only getting their fix once or twice a year. I do like um, their apple crisp. Mm-hmm. Um, oat milk shaken espresso. It's not a latte, but um, but you know what? I got to tell you something. They're out of it all the mm, time. Right. Like I I haven't gotten it since last year, and I went to get it when we went. You you wanted to take me. Yes, yes. The other day, you tried to rekindle my relationship with Starbies. <laughs> no, you've and they didn't up. have it. I know it. It's crazy. See, the breakup is real. I know. Well, here's number five. Pumpkin spice season starts earlier almost every year. Do you remember when it started this year? You were like, what in the world? Yeah. Well, you're not imagining it because festive fall beverages are creeping into your life a little earlier every year. The uh, PSL's original limited, limited rollout in 2003 started on October 10th practically Christmas by marketing standards. I mean, Walmart's already got all the trees out. The latest release date in the last decade was September 8th in 2015, the year the recipe changed to include real pumpkin. But most years since then has darkened our door a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. 2021 and 2023 have a tie for the earliest Starbucks debut on August 24th. But Starbucks no longer controls the start of pumpkin spice season. They got a little rivalry going, right? Competitor Duncan launched its 2023 pumpkin-less pumpkin spice latte on August 16th. 
trying to get the jump. And 7-Eleven got an even bigger jump on autumn in 2023, making their take on the pumpkin spice latte available on August 1st. Too soon, y'all. Too, Too soon. soon. Yeah. This last here thing about Paul, uh, fall's favorite flavor, pumpkin spice. Think of this. Uh, it almost shut down an entire Baltimore high school. Actually, they did for just a moment. One Thursday afternoon in October 2017, students and teachers on the third floor of Cristo Rey Jesuit High School in Baltimore, they noticed a weird smell and it was getting stronger. And after some people reportedly difficulty uh, had difficulty breathing, the school president evacuated the building and called the fire department. The hazmat team arrived and they tested for dangerous materials and finding none, they opened the third floor windows and took a closer look. And the source of the strange odor turned out to be a plug-in pumpkin spice scented air freshener in a third floor classroom. Perfectly safe, although perhaps overly air freshening. Whoa, no. great story. So there, <laughs> there's some facts about uh, fall's favorite wow. flavor, pumpkin spice. Yeah, things hey, you never thought Kara, you needed to know. Good to see you, Kara from Glasgow, Kentucky. Hi, good to see you, friend. Robin says, I like the brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso at Starbucks. I haven't tried the apple. I am a pretty plain Jane gal when it comes to my coffee, but I do like the apple crisp thing because it actually does taste like apple crisp. Yeah. But I only get one of them little dinky ones. And like I said, I haven't had one for a while because they're always out. Yeah. Well, they're good Otis stuff. says that pumpkins are good for sighting in the fall deer rifle. It's true. They're what? Useful for sighting. Shoot your gun at it, honey. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. And Janice, Target practice. Yeah. Janice had a kombucha fail the other day. Uh-oh. A kombucha fail? I don't know how you would know if you got it right. <laughs> I, I, I did try it one time. Oh, it was terrible. I, I thought this thing's past I won't expiration even, date. I won't even smell them. Yeah. I'm not even down with that. It's, just, it's an acquired thing for sure. I think you know. so. I think they're supposed to be really good for you, though. Well, they are. They do have their health properties. There's so. a lot of things that are healthy yeah, for you. I know it. But I won't do it. Yeah. Hey, we got some really good news you can use tonight. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to check it, like always, right after we have a little word for our day. Okay. You got a little word for our day today? I do think so. I yeah. do think I have a little word for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so check this out, you guys. Um, I'm in John. I, f- I finished John this week. But something caught my attention as I finished up the last chapter of John. This is John 21. So I'm going to do a little setup for you here. Um, Just as Jesus was winding up his um, earthly ministry with his disciples, he was preparing himself, honestly, and he was preparing his disciples for his inevitable crucifixion and death and then his resurrection. And there was um, some communication um, where Jesus let the disciples know that one of them would be betraying him. That's a whole nother message in itself. I mean, he served with and loved and taught and, and just poured himself into these disciples, including Judas, knowing Judas was going to betray him. So he's telling the disciples, um, one of you will betray me. And Peter's like, no, never. It won't be me. And Jesus says to Peter, you this very night will betray me three times before the rooster crows. You will betray me three times. And Peter's like, I'd give my life for you. Right? So we know what happens. They go to the garden of Gethsemane. They're praying. They're talking. Judas comes to betray him with the Roman cohort and they 
um, arrest Jesus. And when they take him into custody, Peter um, follows along, but all of the disciples scatter. The Bible speaks to that. They scatter. Peter follows along. Don't go to sleep. This is going to get good. And here's what happens. They recognize him. And in the temple, as he's trying to watch what's happening to Jesus, they ask him, aren't you one of his disciples? And he says, I tell you, no. He goes outside and as he's walking out again, a slave girl says to him, are you not a Galilean also? Were you not one of his disciples? And he says, he curses. He says, I tell you, I never knew him. And then again, by the fire, there's a charcoal fire outside warming themselves. The soldiers are like, hey, aren't you one of Jesus' disciples? And he says, no. And at that very moment, the rooster crows and he realizes he has just fulfilled the prophecy Jesus told him would happen. He denied Jesus three times. Only hours before he told him, I'd give my life for you. I would never turn my back on you. And Peter made this grave error. When Jesus needed probably support more than he ever did, all the guys scattered, all the sheep scattered. And those that love him the best denied they even knew him. That's a huge betrayal. It's not as great a betrayal as Judas, right? It's not. Peter made a mistake. It's true that each one of us do the same thing. We may not have denied Jesus the way Peter did, but mistakes, sin, bad choices, we all make them. We've all made them. The interesting thing is we don't have a God who comes and condemns us when those things take place. I want to show you what he did when he rose again from the grave. He died. He was crucified. He was buried. Three days later, he arose from the dead. And before he ascended, he came to the disciples three times. And the last time that he came to the disciples um, is recorded when they're out fishing and he's at the beach, right? He is um, grilling fish on fire and bread and they come and they have a meal together and this is what Jesus says and this is in John 21 I want to pick up the reading when they had finished breakfast this is in John 21 15 through 17 here it is when they had finished breakfast Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of John do you love me more than these he said to him yes Lord you know that I love you he said to him, tend my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, shepherd my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to Jesus, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. Jesus asking Peter three times was a restoration of the three times that Peter denied Christ. 
Jesus is so careful. Listen, he doesn't do anything by accident. There's no happenstance. There's no coincidence. He doesn't have an error word, a, 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 a word that's spoken or misspoken in error. He is so specific about what he does and what he says. And here he is three times asking Peter, do you love me to restore Peter the three times that he denied him? And what does he tell Peter to do? Take care of my sheep, feed my lambs, right? The second time he asks him, he actually tells him to shepherd his sheep. That word is um, a Greek word that actually means to not only care for and tend the sheep, but to feed them and provide them nourishment, guide them, lead them, love them, shepherd them. It's a big word. Jesus was restoring Peter to do exactly what he was called and purposed to do by his whole life, which was be an apostle, be a discipler of making other disciples for Christ, teaching people. He's a pastor. He's a preacher. He's, he started the first century church on this rock. I will build my church on the rock, which is Cephas, which is Peter. And so when we make a mistake, here it is, the crossover, the application, the so what moment, here it is. We make mistakes. We sin against God. We hurt Christ's feelings. We negate at moments his sacrifice and all that he has paid for us. And yet he loves us so much that in this dispensation of grace, there is this time of mercy and grace. And he's saying, I want to restore you. I want to forgive you when you repent. I want to forgive you and I want to restore you, not just back to relationship, but I want to restore you back to your purpose, to the thing I made you for, to the thing you were created to do, the purpose of your life. He doesn't want to just restore you a little bit. He doesn't just want to forgive you a little bit. He wants to restore your whole life and your plan and purpose that God created you with when he knit you together in your mother's womb do you understand that kind of reconciliation that Jesus wants to bring to your life you have not sinned so bad that he can't accomplish this you have not turned your back on him so greatly that he doesn't want you to fulfill the purpose he has for your life his purpose is always expanding his kingdom your purpose is always expanding his kingdom you're a part of that the part you play is important to him to the kingdom and it's critical to you he's not just gonna forgive you he wants to restore you to your calling just like he did Peter. This is so important that when he rose from the dead before he ascended and he only came to disciples three times, he spent one of those times restoring Peter this way. That's how important it was to Christ that he restore Peter fully so he could go out and live his purpose. He wants to do the same for you now. What have you done? What have you done that the enemy keeps beating you over the head with? Have you denied Christ? Have you walked away from your family? Have you left relationship with Jesus? Have you done something the enemy tells you is unforgivable? Don't believe that lie. Don't listen to him anymore. He's a liar. 
That's what, he's the father of lies. Jesus wants to forgive you when you repent. And what is repent? It doesn't just mean you're sorry. It's confession. And then you change your mind. You change your idea. You change your way. You go and sin no more, right? You can't, you don't keep living in that sin. You let the Lord restore you and forgive you. And then he says, okay, now go out and do exactly what I called you to do. Before you fell, before you sinned, before you made the mistake, go back and do what I called you to do. Live out the purpose of your life. There's no person, there's no function, there's no government or societal corporation that can forgive you and restore you like Jesus Christ can. And so let's pray into this, okay? Lord, um, the enemy is a liar and he's lying to a lot of people right now saying that the thing that we've done is just too unforgivable. And so right now I pray that you would lift the veil of deception and that you would soften our hearts and that we would have the mind of Christ and we would understand the lies the enemy have been telling to us and we have agreed with that they would be eradicated in Jesus name and that we would come to a place where we are repentant and we say, Lord, we're sorry, forgive us. We will do this by your help. We will sin no more by your help, right? We will walk away from this thing that we've done or that we are doing. And Lord, in this, thank you for restoring our relationship, not only to you, but our purpose, the purpose in which you created us to walk out. Lord, if we've done this multiple times, like Peter, you restored Peter three times, right? Because you negated the denial Lord, you may ask us to do something in this restoration process. We want to be faithful to do what you're asking us to do. So help us to be sensitive and discerning to what you're asking, Lord. We want to be obedient because we love you. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for restoring us. Thank you for saving us. And thank you for creating us with such a purpose that we can go and walk it out even after we have made horrible mistakes. You're so good. And I thank you, Lord, that when we walk with you, we make less and less of those errors. Thanks for helping us become like you, Jesus. We love you and we pray this in your name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's so good. Thank you. So good. I always, I always love that passage where, you know, he's saying, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, take care of them. And how the significance of that was just so meaningful to just the level and the degree of what Jesus was really asking. So the thing about it is this spoke to me today in a totally different way right? Um, it spoke to me in a personal way as we are walking through something right now mm -hmm. and the Lord has given clear evidence of his heart, especially to me personally this week. I have, I have been just really pressing and looking for his heart in a matter and he is, he's given me that. This was another day he used that scripture to, to affirm the word he's given me on his heart. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't exactly what I just shared with you. But in the process of sort of living and loving this part of scripture, um, the Lord's like, this is for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is for everybody. Right? Absolutely. You may not be called to shepherd a people. You may not be called to be a pastor. This isn't about vocation. Right. This is about restoration to your purpose. Everybody has a purpose, a specific purpose for their life. 
And Lord doesn't forget that purpose when we walk away from him. He restores us to relationship and then restores us to our purpose. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that was really poignant. That's cool. I always like to say it's not about our ability as much as it is our availability. Amen. Yep. Amen. Being able to respond. Right. So really good. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm trying yeah. to read what everybody said over here. Sorry. Yeah. This is Jan- Janice was talking about her, uh, her, her kombucha fail. And she said, let's just say, don't open it after you've shaken it really hard. <laughs> okay, I won't. I and promise. A- and Angie says, she said the quote of the evening. I don't know how you'd know if you got it right. <laughs> Funniest thing all night. True. Thanks, Angie. True story. Yeah, thank you. Sometimes, Kara- sometimes I think I'm pretty funny and no one laughs. Like, no one else thinks I'm funny no, at all. Just do and what then, I do. Just laugh anyway. Well, no. you're so sweet. You're good for my You're good for my <laughs> self-esteem. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm hilarious, according to my Myself, you know, <laughs> and other people, that's, that's a different story. That is not yeah. true. Kara said she started a uh, Bible study on Proverbs 31. Oh, praise the that's Lord. That's awesome. That's so good. Good subject there, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Ah, uh, thanks for agreeing, guys. Amen, yeah. amen, amen. I love you all. That's yeah. good. So here's the thing. Um, as we're going about in our daily life, you guys, there's so much out there that can really discourage us. Stay away from that. Don't feed your mind. Don't feed yeah. your heart. Don't feed your eyes and your ears with stuff that's going to hurt and discourage you. Turn the news off. I'm just saying, turn the news off. There is actually really good stuff happening in the world and we want you to know about it. And so we want you to know that Terry scours the world to find the latest information that's going to bring you encouragement and change your perspective about what's actually happening. And so Terry's going to share with you some news that you can use tonight. Take it away, Terry. All right. Check this out, guys. We previously shared about the commitments and the mass baptisms on both the Texas A&M and Auburn University campuses recently. And this next story is evidence that God is moving in new places every day. 282 people were recently baptized in a single day at a North Carolina multi-site megachurch. It's called Biltmore Church, and it has seven campuses in North Carolina. It was originally founded as Fern Hill Baptist Church in 1989. Now, check this out. Following the event, Biltmore Church Pastor Bruce Frank posted this on his Instagram page. He said, awesome day as we saw 282 people profess faith in Christ through baptism, which included the hashtag Soli Deo Gloria, which means God's glory alone. And Devin Goins, who serves as pastor of culture and engagement at Biltmore Church, told the Christian Post that he believes this can only be attributed to God moving in people's lives. And he says their team has worked through numerous personal conversations, devoted a large portion of the sermon a few weeks ago to the subject of baptism. See, talking about it. Just people would do it if they were just invited, right? Like coming to church. Each person was individually counseled to ensure they understood the gospel, professed Jesus as the Lord of their life. And he says, we hope to always be ready for when God moves so that as many can take their next steps as a disciple of Jesus. The pastor also rejoiced at getting to witness hundreds of people profess Jesus as Lord and to hear each story of God at work in each person's life. And check out this video that they have. Because baptism, it's a great step for a Christ follower. Yeah. But it's often just the beginning. Yeah. And he says that their staff will continue to connect with each person to get involved in biblical community and additional ways to yeah. develop as a follower of Jesus. Amen. And they're excited to continue to guide each person as Praise they continue him. their discipleship journey. 
Praise the awesome? Lord. Look yeah. The faces. I love it. I love it. Baptism, you know, is super special. Yeah. I love baptizing. It is one of the greatest honors as a minister. I think we have it is, is to lead people to Christ and to help them with their public declaration through baptism. Yeah. Um, absolutely love baptizing. It's it's that outward expression of an inward change. It's That's what's so happening. important. You're saying, and, hey, he's changing. You know, was they're saying the magic words to me, which is it's not just this one time experience, but this is about how we come into community. That's right. We have the fellowship. We disciple with Doing one another. Life together. We do life together so that we can be accountable to each other because we need each other. We need help. I don't want you guys going and walking off from your relationship with Christ. And if we're doing life together, you can encourage me when I need it. And I can encourage you when you need it. And sometimes we can bring a little correction and we can rejoice together and we can mourn together when we need to. You guys, we really need each other. Yeah, we do. And so I'm not only just happy about all of these incredible things that are happening, like revival is happening in our country, but I'm also tickled that it's not just some one time, one week thing, Yeah. but this yeah. is like us learning how with the help of the Lord and his word and his spirit to walk out faith together. Well, you know, have, have you noticed there's a trend of what's happening right now of people committing their lives to the Lord and getting baptized. We not only covered the Auburn campus and also Texas, Texas. A&M, mm-hmm. but also we remember the um, uh, military. Yes. At boot camp. Yeah. And they were right. doing, they had their summer baptisms at Right. Boot camp. And then we had hundreds or thousands of baptisms in California. Harvest Crusades. About the Crusades and all the oh. people getting saved. And all of this was kicked off early in the year at the end of February yes. with the, um, the Asbury revival, revival that right spontaneously happened. You guys, the Lord is doing a thing. Yeah. I don't want to miss it. I want to open my eyes and I want him by his spirit to show us where he's moving so we can jump on and be a part of it. For sure. I don't want to miss it. It's awesome. You know, when we think about all the things that we try to lead people to help them in their walk with Christ, their journey, if you will, it's really important that they understand baptism, like he said, is just the beginning. This is just our profession of how we have been changed. And then the discipleship comes and discipleship is a big word. A lot of people are scared of, you know, like evangelism and theology. And it's not all about that. It's about relationship. We've got a little girl right now at church who has been begging and begging to be baptized. And her mom and dad finally said, let's talk about it. They talked about it and they're like, okay, let's talk to Pastor Melissa about it. And she came and talked to me. And when I asked her, I already knew because we've been together in Kingdom Kids so often, I already knew she knew. But I asked her in front of her mom, the questions about what baptism means. And she's six or seven. Yeah. And she articulated it better than most adults ever could. I was so impressed with her passion and her fervor. Um, And she, every time she sees me, she hugs me. She's like, I'm so excited to be baptized. I can't wait to be baptized. Now, this is a big deal. Picking the day for her to be baptized is huge because... This little girl has a whole family that does not serve She's the Lord. She's a little evangelist Her herself. mom and dad serve the Lord, but their families are not. Yeah. And they will all come for her baptism. Mm-hmm. And so the day in which they come is going to be a day where they're going to hear the gospel of Jesus. Yeah. And their <laughs> hearts are going to be softened and the Holy Spirit is going to draw them. And that may be the day of their salvation. Yes. And so we really have high hopes and high expectations for what the Lord is going to do the day 
that that child is baptized. It's going to be awesome. Oh, man. Cannot it's going to be a celebration. Well, North Carolina makes the uh, National Day calendar as well. We just talked about the church there in North Carolina a yeah. bit more. And um, they, uh, today is uh, National North Carolina Day. Really? You believe that? No. Yeah, it I is. Don't, I don't. Well, here it is. All right. So think about this. National Day calendar decided that they were going to start celebrating each of the different states in the United States. So, you know, uh, and it's not about, and it was about how they came in the order of being into the union. But National North Carolina Day recognizes that they were the 12th state to join the Union. And the uh, Tar Heel State, as they like to be called, was the first state to vote for independence from the British at the First Continental Congress. And before the Civil War, North Carolina resisted secession from the United from the Union. And as a whole, they were they were against dividing the nation. But eventually, public opinion changed everything. And it's a beautiful state. I mean, you know, you got the uh, the the, uh, the beautiful mountains. What are they called? The the Smokies and the Blue Ridge Mountains. I think is what it is. And along with the beauty that uh, you'll find mystery buried in history and nature, um, they got a lot of things about the first. They were the first uh, first in flight in North Carolina. The Wright brothers. The disappearance of the Roanoke colonists with them. What? I'm just like... They got all the first stuff. Okay. What do you like? Okay. What? I just... I don't... I'm not... Uh, I'm trying to... I'm trying to care. <laughs> okay. No offense to uh, anybody that's from North Carolina. I love you guys. There's the Biltmore Estate. Uh, and also... Well, hey. What about this? Cheerwine. You gotta love... Okay. Cheerwine. NASCAR. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's okay. the whole NASCAR as well. Right? Yeah, but it's the National Day calendar, and today is National Sun's Day. National Sun's Day? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I looked it up on the National Day calendar. Oh, I didn't see that on there. Unless somebody lied to me. Well, I thought I looked it up myself, though. So okay. I'm surprised you didn't have it on here. So well, I guess I'm disappointed that you're talking about North Carolina. Well, it was the sun. one. It was the only one that I saw that was on there that looked like it was something because we have Judy Sally usually here from uh, North Carolina. Uh, it's that one. I didn't want to talk about that. No. It's Good Neighbor Day. I thought it was National um, Sunday. Yeah. Well, no, well, I'm not sure, but I bet you that it is. Okay. Well, well Anne says you're correct. Okay. See, somewhere, sometime, it so, was. Uh, I celebrated our boys today. So what do you uh, think about well, that? We should celebrate them every day. Well, I don't know about that. National Sun's Day, September 28th. That's is today. what they say. Yep. That's on a different calendar. So okay. They, they National Sorry. Day calendar didn't get it. All right. Well, okay. Well, apologies Sorry, for that. Well, no, my bad. It's, it's good. Uh, what about the one for tomorrow? You, surely you love this, this one. This is a big deal, yeah? you guys. Because There's I think free you get coffee a, to you be had. Where, where are they giving away free coffee? Everywhere. Starbies, Dunkin', Krispy Kreme, Tom, Tim Horton. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. We don't have one here. Yeah. I just read that. So CMK yeah. says it yeah. is National Okay. Well, okay. I see. Yeah, I, yeah, stand, yeah, I, yeah, will, yeah. I totally received that because uh, I did not know that. It was yeah. not on my information. Well, we got National Daughters Day. We we caught yes. that one. But this one, I don't know why you're, you're I feel like your national, ca your calendar they is They slipped broke. up on this it's one. It's broken. Yeah, honey. it's broken. Well, tomorrow, National Coffee Day. We don't yeah. always, we like to always give you something for the next day so you can celebrate. And it's coffee. And, and you can go get you some coffee at a lot of different places. I yep. mean, I mean, for hundreds of years, I mean, Grandpa's Motor Oil Coffee, It's they've got better stuff than that now, right? But yeah, some you people get, like that. You can get good coffee, and everybody deserves good coffee. Well, that's right. But did you know that where a coffee bean grows determines its acidity, which helps uh, with the flavor and all the other stuff, right? 
Yes, I did yeah? know that. Okay. You're, you're coffee uh, edumacated. Well, maybe a little bit. Because, because we like the flavor. But did you know that people, whether they like the flavor or not, a lot of people just like the smell of coffee. Well, the smell is the thing that draws you in. Mm-hmm. The flavor, when you first taste it, it's like, what, what happened? But then after you start drinking it, you know, you just come to love it. I guess that's how I did anyways. The smell has always been amazing. Well, I, it is. And I always associate it with when I was younger, there was a, a truck stop that my dad went to. I've told the story a dozen times, but it was always fun because I think of being being a kid when I smell the coffee. And you pull up to the drive through <laughs> at McDonald's and this, the coffee smell comes out the window there, you know? Yeah. So it's always fun. Well, Grandma and Grandpa always had a silver percolator. And, you know, oh, the top yeah. of the percolator was clear. Yep. So you could see the coffee perking up in that percolator. And I'm like, I want that. It smells so good. It's so cool. I want that. Did you know that over 400 billion cups of coffee every year are consumed? I mean, no. the, it's a higher, it's even a higher number than that. Because I'm that's, sure. that's an old statistic. That's, that's crazy. That's a lot of coffee. It makes it the most popular drink on the planet. Yeah. Well, I'm down with that. It's my favorite. Top producer? Bra- coffee. Brazil. Brazil. Yes. And then uh, Colombia mm-hmm. is close in there in the in the next one. And then, uh, but there's more than 50 countries in the world that produce coffee now. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. So let's jump over and see Randy. Thank you. Thank you. We bless you, buddy. We appreciate you. Anne says, I'm not a fan of coffee, but I like chai latte, hot chocolate, and sometimes cappuccino. There you go. Yeah. Chai's a, I like chai. There's I lots like of good that. alternatives. I like, I, I, I like hot tea also. Um, but I, I love coffee. I just really do. I enjoy it. It's, 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 uh, we, you know, it's funny because we talk about it a lot, but a lot of people are like, I don't drink coffee or whatever, but you could talk about coffee with just about anybody. I mean, it's a, co- a coffee is something that, but apparently I talk together. about it too much. Why is that? Well, I think now people are like, give it a rest, lady. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Randy says tea's good, you know? I mean, and, and, and let's put, let's tie these together. In 1773, thanks to the Boston Tea Party event, coffee became the preferred beverage in America. Well, that's sad. That was go. just a default. And though. from that day, though, drinking coffee was a statement of freedom from England. Is that what it so is? I'm expressing my freedom we're, every time I drink coffee. Espresso your freedom. Nice. Put it on a shirt. I see what you Hashtag. Yeah, oh right. My, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and, and so you can drink it hot. You can drink it cold. You know, you could drink it mild. You could drink it bold. Dr. (laughs) Seuss here coming in. Hey, how about we wrap this up with a getting to know you? All right. Is that appropriate? Sure, sure. Getting to know you questions are randomly selected questions from a list of one to about a 188 or so. Here's the catch. We don't pick the questions. We let you pick the questions by you picking a random coordinated number. So pick a number between one and 188. And we're going to read the question that correlates with that number. We're going to answer the question. Then we want you to answer the question. Okay. And this is how we get to know each other a little bit better. Janice says number seven. Number seven. These questions are... um, they, they, I don't know. They really do help a, a lot of discussion. So here it is. Number seven. Number seven. How into self-improvement are you? Uh, is that the question you want to answer? Yeah, I'm down That's with number answering seven. it. Yeah. So I am not, I am nothing. Like I can't fix 
what's broken in me. So I am so reliant upon the one who does bring transformation. His name is Jesus Christ. There you go. That's a good answer. And so it's the real answer. And so, Anne, you you mentioned earlier, you know, about your struggle with your self-esteem and stuff. Let me let me tell you, you can't fix you. That's a that's just a we can do a lot of things to try to pull ourselves up from our bootstraps. But and the thing that we do that helps ourselves the most is to agree with Jesus transformation. Yeah. There's a few things in my life I need to work on. And I realize that. But the truth is, I can't do anything without Jesus Christ. He is the one that improves me. So there's my answer. How about you, Terry? You know what? I I like your answer because it does set the tone for saying, oh, it's not just up to me because we can get so caught up into trying to do it all ourselves and try to fix everything. Taylor Baker's in the house tonight. If you guys don't know who Taylor Baker is, Taylor's our oldest child. (laughs) I like that answer. And she says self-improvement is more like eating a tub of ice cream and watching movies. I might be into that kind of self-improvement if that's what we define it as. I'm down with that. (laughs) Angie, uh, Janice says she's very into self-improvement right now. Janice and the Lord are bringing healing to Janice's body. In Jesus' name, we're declaring healing. Hallelujah. Thank you. Okay, so uh, Ann picked 176. All right. So I'm uh, I'm overriding something here because of the number of uh, whatever it was, but 176 was one of those kind of weird questions that I think we've kind of asked it before. Okay. So let's ask this one for for, uh, Ann's 176 here. Are you a cat or a dog person or neither? What do you What do you, Terry? Well, I I like them both. I I'm one of those people I can I can work with either either ones. I like cats, um, but I also like dogs. You're a cat person, but I love dogs. I love our dogs especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just they're like little people. You know, cats, I, cats do have a weird tendency. They do. If you don't understand cats, they can just totally act like, you know what? I'm out of here. I don't have any. I don't even care about North Carolina. I love dogs so much. <laughs> I love dogs. I love chickens, but I love dogs. So, Taylor says she's neither dog if she had to choose. She used to be a dog person, but then she had babies. And now she's all like, the dogs are nothing but a mess. And Sam. Sam. And Sam is Sam. just not normal. Sam. What are you doing? Sam. <laughs> dog is just they have a dog with Uh like ADD Uh (laughs) anyways okay so uh, Ann oh okay Ann says says she prefers dogs Mm -hmm. Janice is a cat person Warren's a dog person MK's a dog person John Jersey says dog all day every day every day every day And Tay said, I love dogs until I had kids. Yes. Angie said dogs, specifically her German, German shepherd. shepherd dog. Mm-hmm. Robin said both. Both. There you go. I love so many breeds. I'm a pointer girl. Honestly, I love um, German short hair pointers a lot. Um, English pointers. But I I have my chihuahuas are my have my heart right now. Well, so. They are like little people. I mean, think about it. They've got personalities that are cats. Cats don't have as much of a personality sometimes. I don't. I don't understand do. cats. I don't get them. Like they That's have. I mean. They have things. Yeah. Well, Sammy, for example, Sammy. she's not a typical cat. No, she was. She was she, bearable. She had that thing. Like if you started singing, she came into the room. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It was. Yeah. Just she crazy. was cool. She was a pretty cool cat. You yeah. could call. I think her she like thought she was a dog. Maybe. I think she did too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, wait a minute. Let me just say this. I love getting to know you. Yes. And I love getting to know you. 
So as we close tonight, I just want to say how much I appreciate you. And I appreciate that you spent some time with us this evening. And we love you. We hope you feel encouraged. I hope you know us a little better. And we know you a little better. And I hope more than anything, we know Jesus a little bit better. So thanks for tuning in. Well, we love you guys. We love hanging out with you. Saturday morning, we're going to be busy with the craft show. We might. We might do a little mobile check-in. We'll see how that goes, you know, because we know that uh, the mobile thing is just kind of weird. But I can take the laptop. Maybe we can make it work like we did the last time we did a craft show check-in. So Saturday morning, who knows? Just if you're not subscribed to the, the YouTube channel, that's the best way to know. But Go for subscribe. sure, for sure, we'll be back on Monday morning. That's right. Monday morning motivation. Absolutely. It'll be episode 157. And uh, so it was good. Yeah. Yep. Bless you guys. We love you guys. You matter to God, so you matter to us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.